All right. <clears throat> the NFC South bomb edition of the Bottom Line Bombs on Sports Game Podcast Network is brought to you by the SGPN Free Roll Football Contest. Join our free season-long pick'em with up to $3,000 in prizes and a Super Bowl autographed SGP helmet up for grabs. That's fun. Send a link in the SGPN app. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code SGPN on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app and use promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play Underdog. Pick them in college and fell. Went up to 20 times in one game. Use promo code SGPN. Underdog Fantasy. 100% bonus, bonus up to $100. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use the code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any NFL game. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP, and with that, now watch this. I got a theme song we're going to do. Bottom line bombs. I am your host, CJ Sullivan, the man in the box. There's got to be a better way to do it than that. I'm doing a remote show. Here's my remote bomb. It's even scarier than the other bombs. It's like. Right? That was terrifying. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, welcome. I am here, the man in the box, Eden Sullivan, on Tuesday, September 5th, the day after Labor Day. Um, doing a show I'm not in. The, the boys in the network are in Las Vegas, so they left me in the box. I'm in a bigger box, though, as you can see in the background. That's a fake background. But, uh, you don't want to see what's really. You don't want to see what's really back in this box, I'll tell you that much. But, it's not good. I actually have a great view. I could be doing my Zoom show soon. It's like an amazing view. I have my back towards it because why show you the view? Because then it's backlit. Then the whole sky lets you, you can't see me. You got to see me, the man in the box, right? Who wants to see a beautiful theme? <laughs> Where uh, all those images were disturbing. I'll put Bill Cruz up there. Welcome to the chat room. Bill Cruz, thank you. Now, who wants to see a theme? You know, beautiful scenery. I'm saying of Los Angeles, California, from my balcony and all the sky and the palm trees when you can see uh, me, the man in a box, and these horrible images. Well, just for that, uh, just for the, uh, the, the theme song images you're talking about. Yeah, no, those were, uh, that was a little video compilation I made, Mr. Cruz. But uh, welcome. Thanks for joining the show. And anyone who wants to come on into the comments, please. Um, it is the day after Labor Day. Like I said, the boys are all in Vegas all week for this is NFL week one. They're doing shows, a big thing. And um, they left me back in the box to look after things and to sign for packages. I do that. Uh, if there's any mail coming, I, I keep vagrants away. I was told to do that. 
um, flush the toilets, make sure the plumbing doesn't stick. You know, I, so I, I got the important jobs, if you ask me, at the uh, network while they're in Vegas. You know, who wants to go to Vegas now anyway during the first week of football? Sounds like a hassle to me, you know? I was just there. Nothing doing. There's nothing. They tell you what, good luck if it rains, boys. Because Vegas doesn't handle the rain. There's not an umbrella in the city. Things flood. Then what are you going to do? Then what are you going to do for fun in Vegas when it's wet? Don't answer that. Classic bit. Classic bit. Don't answer that. <laughs> uh, but now they're having a good time. I'm actually doing shows in Edmonton, Canada this weekend. So I, it didn't make sense for me to go out there. But uh, tune in to Sports Game Podcast now for all the shows in Vegas. And as Cell Block C starts off the football season, um, Picks Dundee, the college experience, Colby D, his show. I join him on Mondays and Thursdays. I know today's Tuesday. It's, it's kind of a Monday. It's a Labor Day Monday. So it's, it's a Labor Day. It's Tuesday, but you know what I mean. You know what I mean. So after the show, usually it's going to be the college football show at noon, and I'm right after at 1.30 Pacific time. But since he's in Vegas, he's doing a lot of who He's got a late start, if you know. Serial, never been to Vegas. Well, let me see. What's your – you're not really missing. No, I mean it's it, it's you know you either like it or you don't. It's I've I've done many a bit in t- takes of Las Vegas. I don't even think about the strip anymore. Those boys, see those boys would be fancy pantsing up in the strip. I don't I don't who, who needs it. Give me the Golden Gate, right? Bill Cruz. Um, it's an experience. It sure is. You gotta you have to go if you if you haven't been serial, you have to go. Definitely was. And uh, just so you know, and you'll know uh, not to go back again because it'll it'll abuse you. Um, but anyway, it, we it, great Labor Day weekend this week. We uh, had a barbecue. We do, uh, the Sunday barbecue. The, the Labor Day weekend when you get older, you know, the key is to do Sunday. I don't like when people do the Monday. Because Monday, the, even though Monday's a holiday, which it was this weekend, um, It just feels weird when it's the Monday holiday. You know, you don't want to barbecue on the Mondays. You're like, eh, should we be doing this? I don't know. It's still, it's, it still has a Monday feel. You can't, and you can't let loose because Tuesday comes up on your real And then it becomes not. Um, so anyway. It was, it was amazing to have a barbecue. As you get older. And as I say, Syria never been to Vegas. As you get older, Vegas gets different. Labor Day gets different. Everything gets different when you go. If we went to this barbecue, everyone was trying to get out of this barbecue. We were there at five, we eat, and then everyone's trying to make up any excuse they can leave by eight o'clock. And uh, as my buddy Jeff Klinger said, you know, I'm, I'm tend to get more social now that uh, people want to be home by nine. Now I can do social stuff. This is great. But it was funny watching everyone because you can't all leave at once, you know. It's a guy, got, someone's nice enough to host you, have people over. You can't just, all right, we're all out of here. We're gonna ban your party. So you have to leave one by one. You got to stagger it, and you have to have excuses, you know. Chris Fairbanks was there. He had he had the best one. He he pretended like he was getting eaten live by mosquitoes. Like, oh man, I'm gonna go to my place where I don't get eaten live by mosquitoes. He's doing a fake mosquito attack. Genius plan. 
Can't argue that. You can't prove it wrong. I'm trying to disprove it because I'm jealous of his plan. I was like, what? You're getting eaten by mosquitoes? That's strange. Usually I, I would get bit. Mosquitoes love me. Look at me. I'm their buffet. You kidding me? I'm like a pig on a skewer or whatever the fuck it is. Spout. I'm not getting bit. That's odd. And he's like, yeah, well, I don't know what it is. I must have cologne on or something because they're they're getting me. They're coming all over me. <laughs> coming all over me. But uh, it worked. And then I'm like, God damn it, that was great. How do we do this? You can't Irish goodbye because there's, there's not, there's not like a lot of people. You don't go to parties where there's like a hundred people anymore. Now there's only like 20. So you know. And they just served you. So you got to do the thing. I think we said we were going to do a study on spiders because there was a there was a spider there, and it, it enamored all of us. We couldn't believe it. We're like, "Well, how did this spider?" Because it was a web, <laughs> and it was hanging like in the middle, like this long stretch. We we really couldn't figure out the science of how this spider was hanging in the middle above us all. Like, how did he did he repel? How does he get the web like this? So then we use this excuse. You know, I want to go do, do some YouTube videos of spiders, actual spiders, not the uh, cartoon Spider Man. So that's what happened there. Anyway, um, a lot of Labor Day stuff to get into. Today's show, we have I will be previewing the NFC South, which is the last division of the NFL. Give out some future bombs on that one. Let me hit that. Let me hit that bomb button. This is this, this is the bomb you're gonna be getting from my <laughs> then it comes back all fucking crazy. Um Let's see. We'll be doing that. I'll talk about the college football weekend as well. Maybe a little U.S. Open tennis. I'll save that for the man in the box segment towards the end. Um, because I didn't even get to that. I was going to get to that in the beginning. You know what? I'll save and 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 eventually I'll get to this Luis Rubles, the Spanish soccer creep. He's been fun. Um, and I'll talk about walking Hollywood Boulevard too. That was that was crazy too. Let me, let me write that. Let me write that down on my notes. My pa- I still have my clipboard with me, paper and a passion. Look at that little cult sticker on it. Uh, speaking of Vegas, last time I went to with with the boys at SGPN, I tried to bring my clipboard. I flew out of Burbank, and they, they took my clipboard at customs. I couldn't believe it. They said it, the sh- it was too sharp. Not the edges, the plays. The plays on the clipboard were too sharp. They, they knew I was going to crush the books. <laughs> anyway, all right, we'll be back with all those bombs. But first, let me tell you about DraftKings. Uh, can you believe we've had seven months without an NFL game, right? That's crazy. Good thing uh, the NFL is here. DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving you a can't-miss offer for week one. This week, new customers get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just 5 bucks on any NFL game. DraftKings is hooking everyone up with great game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this summer, September. <laughs> um, let's see. All you got to do is download now and use the code SGP to sign up. New customers take home $200 in bonus bets instantly just for betting five bucks to code SGP. Uh, what bet would I make with that? Um, Jesus Christ. Maybe maybe the Colorado Buffalo's over, huh? They're not ever going to lose again. I see. I saw all I needed to see with Dion. Jesus God. He just bought a whole football team. Good for him. So take that over, live over. To, it went from three and a half to five and a half. So put your your down your DraftKing dollars on that. If you got a gambling problem, and as I like to remind you people, you do. You all have gambling problems. 
you're listening to me on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. But not all game, not all problems need solved. But if you think you do, you call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. We're also talking about game time. You know, you got to get tickets. It's usually a stressful experience, especially if you're in Las Vegas. Serial, you'll find that out. It used to be part of the show. You play, you play a little roulette. They'd give you a ticket. Hey, you want to go see uh, Donnie Marie or some, you know, share uh, wannabe personator? You're goddamn right, I do. It'll kill a couple hours. Now you got to buy everything. Nothing, nothing's comped anymore in Vegas, so it's stressful. So you got to buy it. That's why you get game time. Buying tickets shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. Killer deal and last-minute tickets. That's what you get. You get a game time. You know, you get the day of the game. You type in Lionel Messi and you spend $20,000. What if Lionel Messi was in a shootout versus Taylor Swift? That'd be expensive tickets. So browse through the game time app. Take some. Oh, this, this is for me. I'm supposed to talk about a couple of your bets. That's it. It's the Lionel, the Lionel Messi, Taylor Swift uh, head-to-head matchup. Game time will get you the best price possible. They got flash deals, last minute tickets, easy to find and buy tickets. It's the game time is the place for last minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. We don't do planning. We're gamblers. We're degenerates. Hell, we're guys and gals. I got a few gal fans. Love the gal fans. Um, but we don't do planning. We're not good at planning. You know why? Because planning adds stress and anxiety. That's why game time's day of. Should we go to this thing? Sure. It's in there. Let's go. Dial it up. Fire it up. Then you get your flash deals. The game time guarantee means you always get the best price. You find tickets in the same section or less. They'll credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. You get images of your seat. It's not like some scalper back in the day. Do you still say scalper? Who would just show you a ticket? Yeah, here it is. It's right now. You go there. It's behind a pole. Time for the same day, and it's for the ice capades. What the? What in the? What in the? What in the? Vince Scully's going on here? Tickets are sent directly to your phone. You never have to dig through your email. So there it is. Um, stack the tickets without the stress. Download the app. Create the account. Use code SGPN for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Again, code SGPN twenty dollars off your first purchase. There we go. Now we are back. Um, my buddy Blue Steel, Kyle Boland, who comes in here occasionally in the chat room, he he used the game time app to go to a Phillies game. The other day, saved a hundred bucks. I don't know how that worked. It must have been a glitch, but I'll take it. He uh, showed me the screenshot of it all, everything. You know, um, Siri wants to know: Do you need to use play? Play me my music, then play some touch. I know. Yes, I do need to use that tagline. And play the old basketball round ball. I did not download. You know what I got? I got to. I apologize, Art. Now, C generates all my C generates. This is a makeshift road show, and I don't have it fully. I should get this thing fully because I will be doing other shows during the season from the actual road. Uh, well, I need to. I need the B ball round song for the bit. You know, when I talk about any story with the. Maybe I'll just do it manually. Is that annoying if I do? The, if I do the music myself. You know what? You know what's so funny? The last time I did a, uh, the last time I did a show from the road is when um, Pee Wee Herman died. 
because this is what I do. Rest in Pee-wee Peace. We've had a lot of deaths. We had Jimmy Buffett die. I should, I should download that. Search him. And Smash Mouth. What hit you harder, Smash Mouth or Jimmy Buffett? Poor Smash Mouth, huh? Even in, even in his death, we still refuse to use his name. We just call him Smash Mouth. Poor Smash Mouth, the name of the awful band. Anyway, uh, maybe I'll talk about that later when we get to the man in a box. Uh, great pregame speech by Prime, says Captain Insano. You're right. We might as well talk about Colorado right up. We'll talk about the college football real quick. I'll take my time with it. Um, that was the story, though, Deion Sanders in Colorado. Uh, you know, it was, it was, it was kind of amazing. I'm not going to say I knew that Colorado was going to win the game. I did take the 20. But I, it was shocking how how – much people were saying like, "Oh, he's in for a rude awakening." You know, they're one. They're one of the worst teams. How he's just gonna turn them around? Like, yeah, okay, they were bad, but like he fired that team. You know, he he got rid of everyone and he brought in like sixty players, and they're all from like Alabama and Division One. A lot more from Jackson State, but like they brought in like he brought in like you know talent, and it was a, it was apparent <laughs> immediately. Especially that dude, Justin Hunter, goes both ways. He was the number one recruit in the country. I mean, we all know his speech when he went to the Colorado players and he's like, yeah, uh, get out. So I brought luggage and it's Gucci bags. It ain't you. Now, if you want to be upset the way he did that, I get that part. He did just kick everyone out. He did fire college kids and didn't let them transfer. But, you know, it's Dion. It was amazing. And he's, he's having a good time. It, as well as he should. He they they love making up their chips on the shoulders, like all the doubters. No one's no one is, who the fuck is this doubting people? Like you're making shit up, but I get it. It motivates you. He's a I think this is gonna be the new wave of college football coaching. Celebrity coaches. Me and Sean Flannery were talking about it. Sean Flannery, my uh Partner, I do my other podcast with Blackout Diaries. If you guys aren't subscribed to that, you should. It's a good, fun drinking story show. Um, he says, but like th this is going to be the new way to coach because, first of all, you have to transfer portals. All bets are off. So why not fucking hire like Dave Chappelle and Jay-Z to coach your team? Who the fuck's not going to want to – what kid's not going to want to play for them? They don't want to play for D – who's not going to want to play for Dion? That's like how Dion's just like – Recruit? Why? Why should I recruit high school kids? Who cares about them? I'll just go around the country to that kid. That guys are already players and just pick pluck them off teams. And he just and he's just getting he is just getting started with that. But everyone's going to want to play for Deion. He's Deion Sanders for Christ's sakes. I want to play. For they wouldn't have treated Cordell Stewart that way. Bill Cruz says Cordell Stewart. That's how Bill Cowher used to say, Cordell Stewart. Cordell, get in there and punt. Cordell, get in there and punt. 
Gives you slosh, slosh, carper. Bill Cowher was over there, coaches ministry. They, they love talking. When, when's Cowher? Who's Cowher going to come back to? Nobody. He's not going to come back to ever. Should. Carper. Oh, man. I was at Pittsburgh during the Bill Cowher years, towards the end of his career there. And that's what everybody yell. And that Pittsburghese accent. Carper. It sounded like they were saying Care Bear. Carper. 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 Anyway, where was I? Oh, yeah, Colorado and Dean. Justin Hunter was awesome. So that was an awesome game. That was the best game, obviously. Um, I'll, how are we going to treat that going forward? It's amazing. The lines went from Nebraska was favored by 10. They're playing Nebraska this week. Nebraska was favored by 10. Now Colorado's favored by three and a half. It's a 13 point swing. I'll give those college picks out the college experience. Make sure you tune into that after the show. Me and Picks Dundee. He'll be in from Vegas and I'll be here in the box. Isn't that exciting? Um, <laughs> But people love now. People love rubbing it in the "I told you so." Is everyone likes joy? I hate both sides of this whole thing. Janelle Hill tweeted something. There's a lot of coded language I'm hearing with the broadcasters. What? What broadcast? All I heard was fucking Gus Johnson called the game, and he was pretty excited. Prime time! Everyone's rooting for it. Who? Who? <laughs> He's Dion is fun. His speeches are amazing. He's bringing in Michael Irvin. He's bringing in reverence. He's bringing in fucking. He's bringing in Cat Williams to give a speech. You know, it's awesome. We all love Dion. I was going to play the tequilas. <laughs> Man, I have a, uh, not the Gene Wilder, not Gene Wilder video, Devontae Wilder video where he punches the mascot. I really got to crank up my road, my road steam so <laughs> Probably just other things too. Uh, what else happened in college football? I should get to that before I get to the NFC South. Um, oh, what was the other thing, Dion? Do you know what's a funny thing about Dion uh, making up making up the haters? They love making up haters. He was yelling at his own report. Are you believing now? Like, the guy's like, what? I'm not, I'm not a believer and I'm not a non-believer. I'm a fucking reporter. But all right. I get it. It's how you motivate these kids. And, you know, I get it. You need that chip on your shoulder. But he said his son, Shakur Sanders, who threw for 500 yards and is now a Heisman, <laughs> Heisman hopeful. Good for him. Um, they said he, they had his rivalry with TCU, who they, you know, because uh, they're, you know, he's from he's from around there. That's where he grew up. But he claims the offensive coordinator ignored him during his recruiting trip at Florida State. There is no fucking way that is true. I'll believe some shit you say, Dion. I do not. I do not believe a college coach uh, ignored the son of Dion Sanders, who was already like a five-star. He's an amazing quarterback, and he's the son of Dion Sanders. Now, if you want to say he, you know, they gave you the cold shoulder or something because they, they thought you were abrasive. All right, maybe I'll buy that. But nobody is not like. Ah, eh, what do you think about Dion Sanders, kid? Would he would he fit in our style of football? I don't know. He might be a little too athletic. Too much good blood. I say pass. So I'm not buying. Um, you're right, Captain Sam. It is the new from no fun league, the NCAA. Well, that's the NCAA. That's what they like to do. They're still suspending people for buying cheeseburgers for crying out loud. 
Um, I had a bad week one. I apologize for a couple of those bombs. My big upset, Bowling Green over Liberty, getting nine and a half. They lost by 10. They outgained. I mean, I'm not going to apologize for that. It was still the right side. I'd make that bet again. They threw fucking five interceptions, including a pick six. They outgained. They dominated the game, and they still lost by 10. That was That was tough. Uh, the Rice Texas over. I was big on that too. That did not hit. Maybe the only game that didn't go over in college football. Every other single game went over, except for the Rice Texas game. Because be why? Because I was on it. That's why. <laughs> Serial says Brian White from WWE hit hard. Bray Wyatt. I'm sorry. R.I.P. I know a lot of a lot of a lot of rough R.I.P.s out there. Um, so whatever, we move on to the next college people, and we got NFL. I'll give out my bombs on Thursday, which is two days from now. I go back to doing my contest, Survivor contest, and pick the five NFL uh, picks, circa million contest picks, along with my man in the box. This is going to be fun. It's going to be a fun, fun, fun season. Um, the other Colorado last night's college game was fun. You know, it was great. Uh, Clemson got destroyed by Duke, twenty-eight to seven. Although that was kind of misleading too. Clemson. And even Dabo Swinney's like, it was, it was just a weird game. Weird, weird, weird game. We, it was like, there's some baptisms going on in there. Uh, it was weird. Clemson would get to like the three-yard line and fumble every time. They fumbled twice going in for a touchdown. I had two field goals blocked from like 20 yards. It was just bizarre. But what I did like about the game was how everyone united because we all hate Dabo Swinney and Clemson. Basically him. We don't mind Clemson. We just hate Dabo Swinney. We we we'll like we'll even become Duke fans. You know what? What football? How harmful can you be? You're, you're not bad as long as you're not basketball or lacrosse. We'll we'll root for Duke football even if it means Dabo Sweeney getting embarrassed on national TV. That's how much we hate Dabo Sweeney and his weird, problematic takes on race and his. I'm not saying his Christian beliefs, but the way he pushes it. He has fucking baptisms after practice on the field. It's totally voluntary, though. If other players don't want to get baptized, it's, it's totally cool. You, you'll just never play for them. So not, that's not problematic at all. Uh, the other the other games, the other, see, the thing with the college week one, college football week one, is like you get all excited, like, okay, college football's here. And then, and then like, the, the games come out, like, uh, all right, it's Oregon. Who are they playing? Portland. What? The Trailblazers? Now there's a school called Portland. I don't even know their team name, but uh, they're playing. Cool. And then the score is like 80 to 7. They scored, Oregon scored 80 points on them. All the college football week one games are terrible. That's the problem. Except for occasionally. Come. They, they manufacture TV. ESPN had to step in and just make matchups. Like, we need something to put on our networks that people will watch. So North Carolina, South Carolina, that was totally created by ESPN. And then the big game was Florida State, uh, LSU. ACC, SEC matchup or whatever the hell it is, you know, that's completely made up by the networks. And I'm glad they did. Good. Step in, ESPN. Change this shit. And that was another thing where we all bonded. We all became Florida State fans that night because we will <laughs> just to watch Brian Kelly lose and his family. Down in LSU, he had some hilarious quotes. We must have thought we were Georgia or something. We were not. They quit. That was amazing watching Florida State beat them. I mean, LSU just flat out quit. Some coaches did cry. 
And then they showed it. <laughs> showed it. What did they do? They ran it up. Run it up some more. There was a couple of those bad beats. No need to bring that back up. Heart, heart thoughts and prayers if you're on West Virginia plus 20. You're about to get that cover down 15. And then James Franklin doesn't take a knee and runs plays and scores a touchdown to cover with like two seconds ago. What a piece of shit. James Franklin, you did it again. But I mean, that's, I think it's going to be, I think that's going to be a, a weird theme this year, especially with gambling more legal and prevalent, you know, these whole, and I kind of get it. Like, I don't want to rip on Franklin too much about it because I get it. There's so much pressure in his jobs or these boosters and his home fans, and all they do is bet on the home team. So, yeah, you, you good teams win, great teams cover. Cover the fucking spread. I don't care how bad you look. So people are ripping on Franklin for this. You know what? Good for you. You give the home crowd a cover. Get the cover. Anyway. <laughs> I know. Listen, Captain Insano, I'm with you. I was. I also had West Virginia. I had it small, but that was brutal. You could, you could just. That's what you get with James Franklin. A Google uh, Google James Franklin rape cover up at Vanderbilt. You'll you'll have a fun fun little bar. <laughs> rabbit hole to get down in there, and then he came back to Penn State. Well, good for him. Anyway, um, <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway, that is uh, that's the college football recap for the Labor Day. Um, man, we're already halfway through the show. We're having fun here. I didn't know how I was going to go here on the road doing a little different show. It's always, I mean, it's, it's always me in the box. I never know the reaction. That's why I appreciate all the commentators, 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 commenters engaging and enraging. I know it's not going out the dead air. Um, so let me go, let me do a quick ad read here. We'll come back and then we'll break down the NFC South wrapping up the last divisions and giving some future bombs in that division uh, for the NFL for the season that starts on Thursday. Sick. Uh, but I got to tell you about underdog fantasy, of course. It's a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long with their fantasy pick'em game. You pick between two to five players, select whether they'll go higher or lower on their stats, on one of their stats. Then you do what you usually spend your Sunday doing, watching the games, eating wings, drinking too much. Screaming at a television. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five. It's a fantasy game, but you can win real money. A pick of my like. Hmm. If you want to just take a college or NFL play, well, we'll start off with that Thursday Kansas City game. Um, as much as I hate, as much as I don't like those Chiefs, I'm thinking I'm gonna have to play them minus six. But well, I don't know. I won't even get that out there. I don't know. But Travis Kelsey got hurt today, actually. So that, that'll, that'll mix things up. I won't I won't give out a play on that one yet. Thursday I will though. Make sure you tune in Thursday for the first edition of the contest picks and survivor thing. Right now I'll give I'll give out Nebraska getting three and a half versus Colorado. You, you got you gotta fade Colorado after that. Because what what better karma for after Dion's talking all this shit? You know they're gonna lose the next game because of that, just because if I just know the world and God, and I think I do. He thinks it's funny. He thinks it'll be funny. And anytime you're happy, he's going to make you sad. Anyway, so watch along. Make your picks. Maybe you'll make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. Sign up with the promo code SGPN. Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. 
We have a free roll football contest. I just realized I should be putting up banners of this instead of just looking at my face, reading. That's what professional shows do. That's what the other shows on your CPM do. But I, didn't, I wasn't ready for that. So I'll tell you about the free roll football contest. It's our free season-long NFL pick-up contest. $1,000 the first place prize. 500 for second. And if you're a Patreon member, the prize is double to 2000 and 1000 That's amazing. So become a Patreon of Sports Gaming Podcast. You win the free roll football contest. You get the autographed helmet, which includes guests like Joe Theismann, Bill Romanowski, Pac-Man Jones, John Sally, Eric Metcalf, and Lagaret Blunt. The sign-up link's in the SGPN app. Sportsgamingpodcast.com backslash Patreon to get in your chance to double your prizes and win the weekly Patreon pickups. And with that, we are back on the bottom line bombs. That's me, CJ, the man in the box. And thank you, everybody. Who, Like I said, what's up, C. Generous? JC from KC. I can never get you here on the first half. I like I like a JC from KC comes in with this. gets a C. Generous riled up always halfway through the show. I love it. Sliding on in. I get it. You know why? I know it's not your fault. The times are never the same here. And as I said, we are here doing a remote show because they left everyone went to Vegas. And they left me in the box to sign for packages. With that being said, welcome, and thank you, everybody, on YouTube. And if you are watching this on YouTube, I'll make sure you like this video. Like I say every time, you don't need to personally like it, and I don't care about your real feelings, but just hit the thumbs up and act like you like it, will you? Like your mother taught you, for crying out loud. Anyway, we are the bottom line. Let's talk about the NFC South here in the bottom line bombs. Let's get to those future bombs, right? Uh, the last division. So you have another bad division. There's a couple bad divisions in one of them. Although people kind of like this. This was at least sexy bad. You know what I mean? It's not like that AFC South. That AFC South is just gross. Colts, Texans, Jaguars, Titans. They're just, that's just ugly. The NFC South is the AFC South. It's bad. But at least they have some fun going on here. You got Carolina, you got Tampa Bay, Atlanta, and New Orleans. New Orleans are the favorite at plus 115. Atlanta right behind them at plus 175 to win the division. Then deep down, you got Carolina at 5 to 1, Tampa Bay 8 to 1. Let's go one by one. We'll start off with the lowest. Tampa Bay 8 to 1, 6.5 is their win total. They're supposed to be bad. Well, they brought in Baker Mayfield. That's never a good sign. <laughs> and they brought in Chase Edmonds. Okay, good luck on that. All right. Uh, I'm a, uh, they still got Mike Evans. He already wants out. That's not a good sign. When your players are demand, demand trades for the first game starts, you know, he's like, you know what? I, I gave it a go. I thought I gave the summer a go, but uh, this is worse than I thought. This is going to be really bad. So get me the fuck out. They play in Minnesota week one, too. Um, so there's not too many plays I like on Tampa Bay. Now, if you want to, they're over under a six and a half. That is a lot of games. This division alone, the NFC South, what I like about it, like there's a theme with uh, what division was it? The NFC North, I think, had a theme where every one of those ones could win coach of the year because everyone would be shocked if they won, except for the Vikings. The NFC South, the theme to this division is 
as far as bet value future bet is, any one of these quarterbacks I think is a good bet to win most interceptions for the season because they're all capable of being bad. Not just being bad with interceptions, but there's no one behind them they're going to replace them, except for Carr. Who's got Winston behind him? But Carr's not going to lead the interceptions. He has a chance. But Baker Mayfield, he is 22 to 1 to lead the league in interceptions. That's not, that's not a bad day. What Tampa Bay does have going for itself is Tom Brady's gone. So that's fun. Uh, but they're kind of like the guys that would talk shit, you know, because they're with their, their one buddy could beat everyone up. So they talk shit like, yeah, go get him, Eddie P. And then, then he leaves. He moves out of town or something. And then you're like, oh, fuck. Now it's, now it's just us. <laughs> Remember that shit we were talking? We were just, we were just joking around, right, guys? You, you, you know we didn't mean that when we... Uh, Gonna be sad at Atlanta's fucking no. no. I didn't want to get it. I didn't want to finish that. What am I thought? What was gonna be for that? Although Carolina, the South. This is really is the South. Tampa, Carolina, Atlanta. Th that's a good thing I do about Carolina and Atlanta. They are they are definitely the South. The jewels of the South. Uh, at Atlanta Airport, huge airport. What's it? What's the, the saying down there? Is when you die. Even if you're going to heaven, you got to connect through Atlanta. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good airport joke. Atlanta still has those. Uh, you can still smoke in those Atlanta airports. That's that's south for you. That's how you know south. They're not. They're never going to do that. They got a couple of Mr. Bojangles and those smoke boxes. That's you know it's an addiction. I quit smoking thankfully. Not too long ago, five years ago or something like that. But uh, when I was in Atlanta Airport, you would rush to those smoke boxes, and you you could you're literally looking at people dying in front of you, and you go in there, and it is the most it might be the most unhealthiest. I mean, it's like being in a fucking sewer inside of a Armageddon Chinatown, fucking little big trouble little Chinatown. It was just disgusting, but you didn't care because you were in Atlanta Airport. Anyway, um, so Tampa Bay, it's juiced one forty to the under. I mean, they're gonna, they're gonna, they got, they got trouble on the O line. Baker's not great. They got some players, but they do have a weak division. I don't, I don't think they're gonna come in last place. To be honest with you, I think this division's a two team race between Atlanta and New Orleans. But I think Carolina has a chance to be horrible. And I think Tampa Bay is actually gonna be better. So there's some value on Tampa Bay over that. Now, Carolina, they're over under seven and a half. I love the under. I'm going to give it up that. Carolina, my first over under for the NFC South, Carolina, under seven and a half. Bomb it. They also have um, a quarterback in Bryce Young, who's going to be a rookie. And, you know, it's not that Bryce Young's bad. I think Bryce Young's going to be good eventually. He's 20 to 1 to lead the league in interceptions. He's, they, now that's a, also a great bomb. Let me give up that one. Bryce Young, 20 to 1, lead the league in interceptions. Not only is he going to throw the ball, and he's a rookie, but Frank Reich at coach. 
who we just assume we just assume got a raw deal on Indy and whatever. He's a good coach. Who knows if he actually is? I like Frank Reich, but they're not going to bench him. They're going to have him throw the ball all over the place. So I can see them uh, being good. Who do they? Who do they lose? They lost Sam Darnold, Deontay Foreman, and DJ Moore. They just threw DJ Moore in that trade to get the number one thing. That, that's that's a, that's a hilarious NFL trade. They traded up to get Bryce Young, number one overall. So everyone's excited to watch him play. And then uh, they like off like, hey Bears, you sure you don't want DJ Moore? What? Isn't he your best receiver? Yeah, he is. But you know, we're sick of him. We got a new quarterback. We don't know if he's going to like him too old. Um, it was a contract thing, but still, it's just so weird. Like, man, the Bears, the Bears were shocked more than anything. They're like, they, they, he just came with the trade. He he, he drove uh, he drove the truck over, and he's like, yeah, I'm just going to stay in Chicago. So we let him stay. Serial says the first time he's in Atlanta airport, he walked for 15 minutes before realizing there was a rail car to take me to baggage cab. Yeah, the place is massive. I've already gone over. How big these airports are in general, but Atlanta is a big airport. But all the airports are fucking huge now for terminals. What a curse there because I use point of emphasis. Airports are just shopping malls with planes parked outside. They don't care how long these terminals are because they don't care if you make your flight. They just want you there to eat and buy shit. They're even taking away those walking fucking uh, sidewalk things, those moving sidewalks. We're taking them out to put more kiosks in. Although those things are hit and miss because I hate pe- I hate people who stand on the moving walkways. What are you doing? You can't move your fucking feet to walk. Call for a call for a cart for God's sakes if you're just gonna stand on there and block a moving walkway. Call for the yellow siren golf cart to drag you and and put you out of your misery. Go ahead. Get the free shuttle, our personal shuttle. Anyway, that's Carolina. But they added, Carolina, people are excited about Carolina because they added DJ Shark. They added Adam Thielen. They drafted that guy, Jonathan Mingo. (laughs) Johnny Mingo, I presume. That's a tombstone. Yeah, look at look at this darling with Johnny Mingo as a poet. Val Kilmer, he's drunk. Val Kilmer, a mi- Val Kilmer, who I love. Everyone loves Val Kilmer. Prayers for Val Kilmer and the hole in his throat that no one cared about. Really, just threw a ascot at him. Put a voice box on him like he was Stephen Hawking, and uh, that's fine. But meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, Kelly McGillis can't get a call back because she gained twenty pounds. Um, I'll be your huckleberry, but he plays Val plays a great drunken tombstone. Tombstone, a very good TV western. Like meaning, like if that's on TNT, I'll watch it. I'll watch Tombstone. I'll be your huckleberry. Uh, fun fact about the movie Tombstone: Sam Elliott was the only actor who had to uh, trim his mustache for the role. He actually had to shave it down. Everyone else had to grow it. He actually, the director said, hey, Sam, can you, can you take it down a notch? We're trying for a believable 1800s cowboy. <laughs> uh, so they brought in Miles Sanders. They got Andy Dalton to back up Bryce Young. But if you go to Andy Dalton, things are uh, things are trouble for you. That's for sure. Um, so Carolina under seven and a half, we gave that out and we gave out, um, 
Bryce Young lead leading interceptions. Next, we got Atlanta. Eight and a half, Atlanta Airport. Minus 145 is juicy over. People are a little too frisky with Atlanta to win this division. I think I think this is a great value in the long to win this division. I'll do both of these in a row. Because <laughs> I listen, they got B. John Robinson. They have a good offensive line. B. John Robinson to win um rookie of the year is only two and a half to one. Drake London, offensive player of the year is 35. Well, I don't mind. I don't mind that. I wouldn't play Bijan Robinson just because the odds are so short, but he is going to have a great year. Bijan Robinson is the real deal. They brought in Taylor Henneke. They got rid of Mariota to back up uh, Desmond Ritter. Now, Desmond Ritter might be terrible. We're just assuming he's going to be good, but nothing has shown that he's going to be good. I'm not sure. If you're looking for a fantasy sleeper, check out that Matt Collins, the weird eccentric Matt Collins. Apparently, Ritter loves him. Um, but again, Another one, Desmond Ritter to lead the league in interceptions 25 to 1. Let's buy it's my favorite divisional bets here. We're just bombing interception leaders. Um at eight and a half. See all these numbers are all tight because of the divisional you're playing. But I want to go under eight and a half. And you get plus money on that. So let's bomb that. Under Falcons to a 9-10 win team. Why? They got B. John Robinson and Tom Brady left. It makes no sense. That said, week one, we're going to be all over. To preview my Thursday show, we're going to be all over them to beat Carolina. Because I, I think Carolina is going to be such a mess, at least early on. It's going to take a while for them to get good. Anyway, that's just a preview. Now let's get to the New Orleans Saints. They're plus 115. Their over-under is nine and a half. They bring in Derek Carr to be their quarterback. After the Drew Brees is gone, they still have Jameis Winston. What do they want? Jameis Winston and Dalton last year, and then they get Taysom Hill messing around. Uh, I like the Saints team a lot this year. Nine and a half is the wins. We're going to go over. A lot this year, but they're just going to dominate this bad division. They added Derek Carr. They added Jamal Williams. Kendra Miller they drafted. Jamal Williams is going to fill in for Alvin Kamara, who's a who's a great Pro Bowl running back. He's suspended for the first three games. Why? Because he beat the living bejesus out of a guy in an elevator in Las Vegas. I mean, beat him damn near to death. And they got three games. Which is amazing. Because you know the NFL saw the video. One, you know there's video. It's in Las Vegas. There's video everywhere. And NFL doesn't have a good history of elevator videos. They do the same thing. The same thing they did with Ray Rice. They gave out the punishment with the thought of, well, the public will never see this, right? See, the public, last time this happened in a casino, elevator casino when Ray Rice beat the living Jesus out of his wife. That was an Atlantic City casino elevator. In Atlantic City, they, they leak their info. They got they got some scumbags working there. They'll tip off TMZ. Vegas, their business is keeping secrets. So the NFL, the NFL is rest assured. Okay, now this is going to stay in Vegas, right? That is your fucking slogan, right? Because this is a bad look. And not to defend Alvin Kamara, 
But I have a rule of thumb when I am in Vegas, and you can learn this, uh, Serial. Don't step into anyone else's elevator. If they're going up, wait for the next one. You don't know what they just came off the floor from. They might have just lost their ass on a horrible bad beat, and they just want to beat the shit out of anything. And they'll see your shirt and your shoes or something, and it'll snap. And next you know, <laughs> you're getting bloodied up, and you're talking to an NFL investigator. So don't step into anyone else's elevator. Take your own. Wait for it to go. That's how you survive in Vegas. Someone didn't tell this poor sap who Alvin Kamara beat the living bejabbers. So anyway, I like these Saints. Derek Carr, another bomb I'm going to give out. Derek Carr to lead the NFL in passing yards. Not a bad stat right there. We're going to show uh, it's 28 to 1. We'll give it out. We'll bomb that. I like that. Um, Fantasy-wise, if you guys still have a fantasy draft, the sleeper from New Orleans is Juwan Johnson, their tight end. He had seven touchdowns last year, five yards. But all all the fantasy communities and all the talk out of camp is how Juwan Johnson is going to be utilized this year. Derek Carr himself told his brother and told everyone to draft him. Now, maybe he just wanted to get his brother out. I imagine Derek Carr's brother, David Carr, calls all the time for inside information because he's one of those people. Uh, I don't know. Draft Juwan Johnson. Then they showed Jimmy Graham that last preseason game. He looked amazing. I can't believe Jimmy Graham was back on the roster looking good. Last week, he's running down the streets getting chased by cops. He's in Beverly Hills, like shirtless, running around. And like, oh, it's just a just a little medical episode. No big deal. Medical episode. It's a fucking lunatic running from the cops. Yeah, no big deal. He'll be back at practice on Wednesday and he'll suit up Saturday and catch a touchdown, which he did. All right. Maybe that's part of his training. Yeah, he's a veteran, so we let him train the way he wants to. He likes to uh evade the police on a slow slow chase down the streets of Beverly Hills, shirtless and jogging, and then uh, take his medication and he's back to being fine. So maybe he's a sleeper, Jimmy Graham, especially if he doesn't take his Zoloft. Then he's a real sleeper. Anyway, that's going to do it for the NFC South. I'm going to wrap up that talk because things are getting long and I want to get into the uh, man in the box, right? Um but just to recap, let me recap real quick. I got New Orleans to win that division at plus 115. Did I say that right? Yes, 115 over nine and a half. We will bomb. Also, Chris Olave. Michael Thomas is back as receiver, he says. He hasn't played in four years. DeMar Hamlin. Famously, has come back and he died quicker than Michael Thomas has. Joseph has tweeted. But Chris Olave is a great receiver from Ohio State. 33 to 1, offensive player of the year. Bay and Carolina. I think Carolina finishes dead last. Under, under 7.5 is my favorite Carolina play. That's taken care of. As we get more C. Jenner listeners here, thank you. Let's go to the box.
Serial says Jimmy Graham had as much success getting away from the cops as he does his defenders. He looked good. I mean, I think I might have put a pep in his step. He was doing the old Jimmy. But you're right. It's been a while since then. Um, I wanted to talk about Luis Robles, but then I also wanted to talk about the U.S. Open and this Hollywood Boulevard on its Labor Day. I've been doing some walks, some steps. In Vatterat, ready to know that. We walked down Hollywood Boulevard after this barbecue. After we made up our excuse, the, after we didn't do the mosquito bite excuse to get out of the leave, uh, but then we walked down Hollywood Boulevard. It was fucking wild. It is never dull there. We're just trying to get our steps in, and my God, we saw everything. A car, a car uh, was making a right, and people are always crossing. They have like six way intersections. LA is just different where pedestrians have the right of way, no matter what. They don't care that a car weighs 50 times more than them. They're like, hey, what are you doing? Now, when I go East Coast, Scott, wherever you go, you move out of the way of a car, you know, because you're like, yeah, that's a car. That'll kill you. But here they're like, what the fuck, man? And they cross right in front of you. That's what this happened. And this car was like, well, yeah, okay, sorry, I almost killed you. Then they started yelling at each other. They're all fucking, the guys are yelling, the car's yelling. And then some other guy just starts punching the guy, some other pedestrian, another walker, leans in and starts punching the driver, leans in through the passenger side, across the car, and then the guy's driving with one hand with a wheel, he's punching back, they're fucking full-on blows. There's a cop across the street, and uh, the cop, and I don't blame him, says, yeah, uh, no thank you, this is Labor Day, I'm not doing any labor today. So you guys can figure it out, whatever that is. What is that, salt? Just don't shoot any pedestrians and we'll be okay. And eventually the cop just like flipped the siren. Like, boop, boop. Okay, boop, boop. wrap it up. Wrap up that assault that's happening in front of me, please. And move on with your day. And they did. <laughs> they just moved on. It was pretty insane. I mean, we were like, it was bullying. You know what a fight's like when you're around a fight? And it's just like, it's moving. It's like a, this ball thing moving. And whoa, it's getting towards you. It's got to get to go. Amusement park right? Whoa, I got close. You, know, you, you push it back into the middle. Man, that's a, um, but that cop was like, hilarious. Yeah, I'm not doing any work. Whatever. Irish goodbye. Speaking of Irish goodbyes, my cousin has mastered PJ, yes, I, I know, PJ and CJ. He's mastered the Irish goodbye. He, 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 he's mastered a phone Irish goodbye, which is my new favorite technique. The second you're in a phone conversation and, like, the thought comes up that you we might have to go, uh, listen, there's a thing. You just hang up. You, you beat, it's like the pre-breakup. You break up before they break up with you. And you hang up before they can even say hang up. Because then you're going to be like, oh, well... You're already at the point like it's too late. I'm not going to call back and say, hey, I was going to hang up. So you put it on them. It's great. And it's a very black belt level of Irish goodbye that my Irish cousin has. What did I say? Speaking of it, pal, because of the mosquito, I'm still in that. I'm still blown away by the legendary. I'm getting eaten alive by mosquitoes exit from a barbecue on Labor Day by Chris Fairbanks. Five stars. It was, it was amazing to watch him work. Anyway, um, the other event in the U.S. Open I didn't want to get to, I posted on Instagram. If you do follow me, make sure you do follow me. Oh, it's already going on there. CJ Sullivan was taken on Instagram. CJ underscore Sullivan underscore was underscore taken. 
At Twitter, Twitter's at CJ Sullivan underscore. I don't know why I have so many fucking underscores. Because the dots always looked weird. I don't know why I did that. It looked gross. Who cares? It's just socials. Uh, but do follow me then. Um, give five stars, please, to this review if you can. Or leave a review. Like I said, fun review contest. Whoever leaves the funniest or non-funniest or this review that I like for the Bottom Line Bombs on Spotify or iTunes or wherever you listen to this to, uh, we'll get a free man in a box t-shirt. That's my contest I'm giving out. So there you go. Anyway, I am in the box. I like watching the U.S. Open, the tennis. Uh, that's a Labor Day thing. It usually wraps up the first NFL Sunday. The New York crowds, the hardcore. They love playing up the New York crowds and the Americans and this American. Americans want to be tennis fans so much, especially in New York. They did something fair. They want to be England. You have your goddamn. Everyone's watching Lionel Messi and Ben Stiller. No, no, no. Ben Stiller shots. So we love our Americans. We love Coco. Coco Golf is the story. We're in love with the Coco. Found out it's cocaine. Anyway. It's a hard thing to bet on, especially women's tennis. I mean, men's tennis too. They're very dramatic. But. They withhold information. Women's tennis, they don't, it's real weird because women's tennis, Coco's great. They're all great. But like some of them are they're like 15-year-old girls and you're betting on 15-year-old girls, but they're world-class athletes. It's just a weird thing. It's all like you know, kids. <laughs> you're getting screwed by Spectrum to watch it. Uh, Spectrum's been amazing. Yeah, Spectrum. So I bet and I lost yesterday on uh, Owens Javour or whatever. She lost. And then after the match, Chris Everett, the princess of tennis, Lady Chris Everett, the announcer, she, legendary Hall of Famer, she goes, uh, well, Owens has been sick all week. She's been under the weather. What? What do you mean she's great? That's cool. Where the fuck has this report been? What do you mean she's been sick? Does someone want to report this before the match, before I bet on her? Oh, you didn't know? Yeah, she's been under the weather, so she decided uh, not to care. Hope you didn't. Uh, hope, hope that helps you now. No, it doesn't, Chris Everett. Anyway, uh, the other big match I watched yesterday was Tommy Paul, who's an American. He lost, but uh, Aaron Rodgers was there to watch him. And, uh, Randall Cobb. It's final hard knocks tomorrow. Buddy. I'll have that review on Thursday as well. Um, but Tommy Paul, he's from Voorhees, New Jersey. Shout out to Voorhees. Voorhees, a jolly good fellow. Um, he had a match before this one, before he lost, where he was down two sets and he rallied to win the five sets. And this little, this little kid, this 10-year-old kid or whatever, was cheering for him, like going nuts. Like, I'm here all night, buddy. That's what he said. I'm here all night. Because that's the thing with the, the U.S. Open. Some of these matches go like two in the morning. And you're watching them. He's like, I'm staying with you. And so he shout, He called him out afterwards. He goes, yeah, that kid is my luck, good luck charm, you know. He was my only fan. I want him at the next game. So then ESPN runs with this fucking story. So much that the next match, he's sitting front row with his mom and his other little brother who care less about it. And they show him after every single point. Because, again, he was down two sets in them. And he starts rallying. Ah, oh, he's doing the fist pump. Yeah. This 10-year-old kid sitting front row in $2,000 seats wearing a public enemy t-shirt that literally said, fight the power on the back. 
This is not your hero, ESPN. And he's doing a whole rally. Yeah, it's big guy. And then and I had a bet on uh I had a bet on Tommy Paul, but this kid, this rich kid from Manhattan, sitting front row at the US Open in a public enemy t-shirt, made me root against my own bet. I'm like, I want Tommy Paul to lose just so this kid is sad. I want him to cry. I want his life to be bad just for one day. I know it's I know it's not gonna be a lot. He's gonna have a lot better good days than he is. The, the man in the box needs this. I need this kid to cry. And he lost, and he was sad, and it was great. Am I part of the problem? Probably. I don't dispute that. But I was genuinely happy, the man in the box, an adult man, that this <laughs> Upper West Side kid and his fucking public enemies, his, his little brother could care less. He's on his phone. He's got a $2,000 seat. That nah, kid's probably got 4000 $4, Thousands, probably got four million TikTok followers. Who knows the YouTube followers? I'll be working for them. I, I need him to work my socials. Okay. <laughs> the man Jimmy Butler going to Coco Golf matches. Yes, the Jimmy Butler doing the photography. Coco Golf loves Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler loves her. That's a great tip. Aaron Rodgers living his best life in New York. He's probably just happy to have stuff to do. That's true. Seriously. Although, watching Rodgers live his New York life, and I get it, but if I'm Packer fans, I am fucking furious. <laughs> Just for the fact that he talked to me about it out of management, dude, then they get then Green Bay gave him the richest contract in history, which ruined the team. No one, they couldn't sign anyone else to live in Wisconsin. You don't need fifty million a year to live in Wisconsin. Four hundred thousand will do it. You can run that place for four hundred thousand a year. And Mars' cheese castle. Then he goes to Manhattan, where it's the most expensive real estate in the country, and he gives back $35 million so they can sign Randall Cobb. What? And Delvin Cook. But still, I mean, you're giving away money in New York? Who the? What a slap into the cheese faces of Wisconsin, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> anyway. God, did I still not get... Did, did I still not get to Luis Robles? I didn't. They also do a nugget of this president, this scumbag soccer Spanish president, Luis Rubiles. I, I like, I like, I love. This is becoming my Jimmy Kimmel, Matt Damon thing, where I keep running out of time to get to this story. I, I'll tell a little bit of it over time, just the headlines of it. The Spanish women won the World Cup, and he kissed the girl. He, the girl. <laughs> That's the soccer player, the woman soccer player, without consent, and there's been a whole thing, and they won't fire. And uh, he's like, ah, oh, wow, she liked it. That's what he said. She liked it. She wanted it. She's like, yeah, no, no, I didn't. I didn't like that at all. Then he does an apology video. He wanted her to be there. <clears throat> yeah, no, I'm not doing any of it. Uh, but the new, the new update to that story is Woody Allen came out and tweeted that, like, what's the big deal? It's just a package. Show emotion. People are getting out of hand, you know, blah, blah, blah. I always love that when someone uh, who's just a, a worse scumbag comes to your defense. And even he's got to be like, ah, Jill, Woody, maybe sit this one out. 
Thanks. I appreciate the support. Woody Allen, man who married his stepdaughter. But uh, um, don't need your help on this one. Bill Cosby, do you have anything to say about this? Do you think, uh, you think I was okay? I mean, I'm sure you're fine with it. She was At least she was awake when I kissed her on the platform. Players be getting those messy contracts. Are the women players? I hope so. That'd be hilarious. If they just know how to pick their battles, cereal. Like the FIFA president said, told women, he told women, hey, women, we listen if you just pick your battles. Jesus, do you have to nag all the time? Anyway, that's going to do it for today's Bob Live Bobs. Um, and the man in the box. That was my man in the box. We play that real quick. A little video. Man in the box, where'd it go? Like I said, that's going to do it for today's Bottom Line Bombs. Thank you. Everyone who joined live for the remote show as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network boys are in Vegas. They left me back here in the box to to sign for packages and to keep the ice trays cold. Very, very con. Very nice of them. Um, stay tuned. It's I'll uh, be doing the college experience on the C block with Colby Picks Dundee uh, at the top of the hour, right after this. So I'm gonna give out some college picks, and I'll get, I'll give you even more detailed Dion takes than I gave you out here. Um, so that'll be fun. So this was Tuesday. Thank you for joining us, and then I'll be back again. Bottom line bombs Thursday. For the first edition of the of the Circuit Contest Survivor in the pick five in NFL starts with Kansas City Detroit. Unbelievable. And this is where we start to really have fun. Um, so with that, thank you everyone. Like and subscribe. Five-star reviews. You get a free man in the box shirt if I pick your review out. Um, tell 50,000 of your friends too to follow my feed. That would that would help a lot. Anyway, that's gonna do it. See you guys.